Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> Welcome back to Flavor Odyssey. I am your host, Randy Griggs. I am joined once again by the unimaginable, most amazing co-host in all of the interwebs. Welcome, Master Sensei of Cigar Dojo fame. How you doing tonight, Eric? I am doing good, my friend. And uh, yeah, I think I forgot to. Uh, I think I forgot to put up the uh, the event for tonight, so you can't check in. But Jordan, I already added the uh, video, so you don't need to do that. But uh, yeah, Randy, I'm ready to rock and roll. Ready to have some fun with you. We're gonna we're gonna. This is a little Steve Toth episode for sure. Yes, yes. My good man, it, Steve Toth, who smokes and drinks. Eucalyptus tea every Nothing single but Wednesday night. Eucalyptus I'm away from the stuff, and so we're gonna find <laughs> out where we're gonna find out how this uh, how this pairing works tonight, aren't we? Yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I'm excited to talk about. It. We've uh, we've flirted with the idea uh, for quite some time. We'll, we'll get we'll talk a little bit about the inspiration for the show as we go here. Um, but yeah, it's it's totally fine that you forgot to put the the check in event because we went live and I didn't even realize we were live and I was like still looking at my phone. So we're off to a great start. So thank you everyone so much for joining. It's Wednesday yeah. night. You know how it's about to go. Get your pairings ready. Get your cigars lit. Get That's something right. in your glass. Hopefully, you've got some eucalyptus tea so you can join along. And we can kind of talk through some of these uh, flavors and the pairing together. But while you're here, and we really appreciate your uh, your being here, can you go ahead and hit that share button, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook. Share this show. Get people coming in. Get them to join the conversation because... You know, the more the merrier, I always say. You know, we want we want right. lots of comments in there. We want engagement. It's Christmas. You never know. I might promise to ship something. 
this week. Mm-hmm. I got a box right here with some swag that I've been supposed to be sending out. So we got to find someone to give it to, Eric. So uh, maybe we can find someone tonight. What is the swag? Is is it swag or is it swag? I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? You know, I've always hated that that, that term where I come from. That's like a negative thing. I've really tried to push everybody just to call it gear. Mm. Uh, uh, So you can call it swag. You can call it swag. See, for for me, swag is more of a Colorado and California term, in my opinion for uh, reasons of certain things being legal in our states. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, yeah, growing up, I always heard that as like, oh, is it good or is it chronic or is it swag? But then now it's like- the chronic, it, it, what? Cool yeah, so, Narnia. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. what? Yeah, what, what else would I have been talking about? I, I love Aslan. Um, the, uh, but, but yeah, for me, swag is like how you walk down the street when you're all dripped out, like that's swag, right? It's like- so it's like just gear, uh, but no, but swag actually stands for something. Do you know what the, it, that it's an actual? Uh, yeah, it's uh, like an acronym. Acronym, of some sort. Yeah. Sales. yeah, it's uh, it's Wagashi. stuff. Oh, I know, I know. It's it's stuff we all get. Mm, right. So when you're at a festival and you're there handing out coasters and stickers and koozies, it's the stuff Focus we all yourself, get. Randy. Yeah, focus. Yeah, just, no, look yeah. at your. Hey, yeah, hey. Yeah. focus. Hey, focus. 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 Okay, I got it. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, it, it'll it'll get there eventually. So, uh, so anyhow, uh, he, here we are. We are sharing the show. We're liking the show. We're subscribing yeah. to the show. We're uh, we're rating the show. We're doing all that stuff. We're gonna get rubbing, some stuff that, that we all the get. <laughs> Swag the show. Um, all right, so um, so tonight we are doing something in honor of our dear, uh, great friend and and a, and a colleague of mine as a as a as a fellow Hall of Fame uh, right, uh, right. Hall of Famer Steve Toth. The Toth. Uh, Steve Toth. If, if you haven't had a chance to to engage with Steve, uh, you know he's he's known as the Sheriff on dojo verse he's not only a great guy and a hell of a supporter and a good friend of ours that we just genuinely like to hang out with uh he's tough as nails he races cars as a professional race car driver um he is a conqueror of cancer uh and Mm. and as a result of all these things he's one of our favorite people and so um we're we're in limbo tonight Eric, you know, we, yes. we finished season six last mm. week, and yet season seven doesn't start for another two weeks. So I'm not really sure uh, <laughs> how we ended up here, where this, uh, uh, where where Jordan's supposed to put this episode in the this annals is season, of uh, this is season seven. No matter how you slice it, uh, <laughs> it has to go into season seven. But okay. yeah, you're right. It's not. Uh, it's sort of like a uh, what do you call that? A prelude. Oh, I like that. The prelude, prelude episode to uh, to season seven. seven. <laughs> uh, so uh, we are going to be featuring the eucalyptus tea. Mm-hmm. I have decided uh, you inspired me because you smoked this cigar last week, Eric, and you yeah. haven't stopped raving about it. And so tonight I also am going to be smoking the La Polina Goldie. Aliguito mm. uh, numero cinco, I, I think is the, uh, the, the, the right way to, to reference this bad boy. I'll talk a little bit about it as we go, but that's what I'm going to be pairing with my uh, eucalyptus tea. How about you, Eric? Tonight, uh, I am going with... A, a, so I, I did put some thought into this, and um, 
I with T, I feel like the uh, Wagashi is going to be a T banger. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> the family show still, uh, right? <laughs> I believe that this cigar should pair perfectly with tea we will see as it goes this is the dunbarton tobacco and trust uh wagashi brulee as you guys know this is uh the cigar that uh we did with steve and it has some tea notes in it randy and so i figured hey this is the perfect episode to uh to see how the wagashi does with some eucalyptus tea so we'll see how that goes my friend terrific but we're not just doing eucalyptus tea yeah we're we're gonna we're kicking our tea up a little bit, Randy. I figure, hey, it's a wild card. We can kind of do whatever we want to do. So we're going to do a little bit of a take on a hot toddy tonight. Uh, so what? we are doing a hot toddy version, a eucalyptus hot toddy, if you will. So we're doing some, um, we're doing some tea with some bourbon. And guess what, Randy? It's even going to have a little bit of your honey from your bee farm in nice. the hot toddy. And by the way, Randy's... Um, Randy's honey that he brought us uh, over the um, for Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. He he brought each each of us a little jar of this honey that he he cultivated himself, and it was absolutely fantastic. So we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that goes. Randy, are you doing just a straight up uh, eucalyptus tea, or how you how you taking this? So I'm going I, I'm going I'm going two bags. This is a a, a box oh, two actually. Bag Randy. Actually sent to me directly by Steve Toss. Oh, this is lucky. the the sheriff's favorite brand. Uh, this one we got right. Himself. No, is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, all right, perfect. Sorry. Uh, so so we're doing that. I'm going with uh, a local honey from a friend of mine oh. that um, he, I they love have that bottle. It's cool. Yeah, they they have a um, they have a uh, farm here uh, in Northern California and a distillery, and I sell their bourbon. And this is a bourbon barrel aged honey, Ooh, uh, locally uh, farmed. So I'm going to be adding a, just a just a wee bit bit of that to to my uh, tea. But other than that, I'm 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 taking it straight up okay. now. Of course, even though I got some um, some good feedback on on why people always vote against me on this show, and, mm. and one of the things that seemed to be a uh, <laughs> a true um, kind of directional thing, I was told that I don't get voted for because I don't stay on track, and then I always mm. have five things, and so I am going to work on that next it, this season. But to your point, Eric, it is a wild card, so I will also. Tonight, be enjoying uh, World's Greatest Old Fashioned with a little uh, Colonel Taylor small batch. I also have in front of me uh, (laughs) Death and Taxes, a black lager by Moonlight Brewing. Um, And... And so, uh, so as we do, you know, it's a wild card. I get to do that. You said, so, so you, didn't listen, you didn't listen to the feedback at all. <laughs> well, I figured since Robbie wasn't going to be here, it's like, I can't lose the vote. You know, and I was looking today cause I wanted, I wanted to see what, uh, show this is. And, uh, I believe this is 217 this is our 217th show. No, and, no. uh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. 32, 32 times five plus. You're not even close. It's, uh, well, I thought I thought that 200 we figured was in in February. It was 188. 188. 188. That's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, our 188th show. You're forgetting about that one season where you guys did like 18 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I do forget about that quite often. Um, so we uh, uh, 
But with Robbie out, and yeah, I'm gonna do what I want. Oh, but what I was gonna say is, so I, I wanted to see how many shows, and apparently I still got it wrong. But I went to our, our our schedule page, and I realized since we've been doing the voting, he's actually beat me all three seasons that we've done oh. the voting. I didn't even realize, and like, and in season six, I lost by the smallest margin of all three seasons. So like, I, at least I guess I'm trending in the right direction. But yeah. you know, hey, yeah. I'm I'm all about the I'm all about the journey, not the destination. Yeah, that's, that's right. You're, you'll be fine this season. Who knows what'll happen? But uh, yeah, uh, Robbie uh, was going to make it tonight, but he, uh, a family thing came up. So, so Robbie's not here tonight. So me and Randy will be doing it. I, what I'm curious to find out is how many of our viewers on YouTube and Facebook uh, are, will be doing some type of tea-based uh, drink tonight. That'll be fun. So if you guys are going to do that, uh, don't forget to uh, post that in the comments with hashtag pairing. Tell us what the drink is. Tell us what the cigar is and maybe give us a, you know, you remember we've had guys win Randy that were thumbs down, but because they won based on the fact that we, we appreciated, you know, what they did. So you don't have to necessarily have a pairing that, um, you know, that you find amazing. It's, it's, it's really more about, you know, Hey, uh, how did you uh, approach this exercise? And that's really kind of what we're, we're most excited about because we don't always like the pairings. That's really sort of, you know, half the fun is sometimes you learn what not to do uh, next time around. So we are going to maybe learn what to do with eucalyptus tea tonight. We're maybe going to learn what not to do with eucalyptus tea tonight. And we'll find out, Randy. Well, I'll tell you right now, right out of the gate, one of the things to do with eucalyptus tea is add bourbon barrel aged honey that is <laughs> phenomenal that is i'm already loving this drink so thank you for uh, oh i missed that part it's, it's actually bourbon barrel the honey is bourbon barrel aged yeah oh. yeah yeah oh, oh, oh. why else would i use someone else's local honey when i have That's my own local honey I literally have eight gallons of honey in my house, but but, but they, <laughs> they, they yeah, but they, I I don't have any bourbon barrels to age it in. So, um, how about the guys in the studio audience? We've got uh, we got our boys here, yeah, here tonight. Scotty, they, they uh, Scotty, what are you going to be smoking tonight with the? Uh... Uh, I am enjoying the oh. Avo Seasons Limited Edition 2023 Winter Edition right now. So. Okay. Nice, Matt, and uh, you can speak for Matt. What's uh, Matt? Right. Gonna, what are we doing? He, he's working on the drinks. Ah, and Matt is going to be smoking a Lazona 10 after he finishes making all of our wonderful drinks. And then Jordan, what will you be uh, doing tonight? Uh, I've got this was our number two limited edition cigar of the year last year, HVC La Rosa Rare of Rare. Okay, nice. Uh, kind of a cool project for those guys. Made it El Titan de Bronze. A lot of firsts for Thank them. You, Matt. They, First time that they did El Titan de Bronze. First time they used Medio Tiempo in the filler. First time they used an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. It's a banger. Mm. Wow. All right. So um, we just got our, basically it's like a take on a hot toddy, um, but with eucalyptus tea. Now eucalyptus tea, Randy, has sort of a minty note to it, as you mm. might expect. Mm. And so that could uh, pose an issue. I don't know. We'll see. have to see how it goes. But Randy, I can tell you one thing that you shouldn't do, and that is eat the eat the snow. brand new uh, chicken wings from Popeyes Chicken, because I did that last <laughs> night, and they were they're good. Like the Popeyes, the new Popeyes chicken wings, they are really good. They have come in all these different flavors. Just uh, take it from Master Sensei. Don't order those things because. Uh, 
I, I, I don't want to get into detail, all right? I'm just saying, don't do it. Just what, what, what'd you get? Buffalo or what, what, I got what? a f- couple of flavors. I don't think it matters, but <laughs> let me just tell you, it it does some things to your to your digestive tract that aren't supposed to happen. Some things that I don't even want to think about. That you just don't just whatever you do, don't do what I did. So Sensei was happy that it snowed here recently because <laughs> yeah. you needed a couple of snow cones to I did, yeah. uh, handle that. Huh? I was I was in the backyard like a dog, you know, like or, you just know. dragging your butt across <laughs> dragging, the backyard yeah. through the snow. So don't do that. This is a little. This is a little public service for all of you guys out well, now there. Now you understand where Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire came Ex- from, huh? Exactly. Wow. Wow. Very, uh, so so I'm so I'm I don't know if we have. I'm sure we have Popeyes chicken around here. I, I I don't think I've ever eaten at a Popeyes chicken. Was this like a highly publicized? Were you like waiting in line? Yeah, Did they no, just drop they, and you were excited dropped, about them? They just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> They just kept dropping. Just before we went on the air. It just kept dropping. So don't do it. I know it's it's, there there, there's a big marketing push for these right now. Just a little word of advice. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. No. I'm I'm hoping to get through this show, Randall. If 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 you see me off the air, you'll know why. But anyways, we got our we got our drink. I'm ready to go. Let's get into some eucalyptus tea for Steve Toth. Uh, drinks it every week. And um, could be interesting. We'll see. Okay, so uh, so w- with this in mind, I I didn't do a ton of research in advance, but I happen to know a bit about tea. Uh, so I figured, you know, in in honor of uh, of Steve, uh, I'll, I'll I'll just throw out a couple little nuggets that I'm I'm familiar with. Nuggets. And, so sorry to mention nuggets around <laughs> you. I really. Uh, the uh, um, so 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 a little fun they fact. Nuggets. Little fun fact: uh, green, black, and white tea are all they all come from the same plant, uh, and and they are just different levels of aging. And so, um, kind of like a cigar. So, yes, exactly. Well, well said. So yeah, you kind of cure the 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 tea leaves from from this very specific tea plant, uh, and so like all all basic green, black, and white tea are all the same exact plant. And so um, the white tea is, uh, the white tea leaves are are under uh, aged and they're filled with uh, antioxidants and have very little caffeine. And as they age, they turn green, and that's you know your mo- most standard tea. Tea is actually the most drank beverage on the face of the planet. Yeah. And uh, and so in, in, with green tea, you get a little bit more caffeine, a little bit less antioxidants. So the antioxidants oxidize, and so they kind of go away with time. And as they go away, caffeine uh, kind of backfills them. And so it becomes more caffeinated the longer you age it. And so black tea is the most aged. So you have the least antioxidants and the highest caffeine level. So if you're looking for uh, a tea to replace your caffeine intake, if you're a coffee drinker or, uh, and, and you, you've heard that you can kind of go, go to tea, your best bet is to aim towards black tea because it's going to be your highest caffeine uh, count. And then anything that's not white, green or black tea is then an herbal tea. Um, and so, you know, your sleepy time teas, your eucalyptus tea, these are going to be very specific and, and, and very uh, based on, you know, and they'll be descriptive in, in their naming conventions to tell you exactly what's in them. But uh, they can be anything from a single leaf, like a, like a peppermint tea, all the way to, uh, like I mentioned, sleepy time tea is a whole 
uh, a whole con- uh, concoction of you know five to nine different um, you know from cardamom to uh, to um, valerian root and, and and chamomile you know chamomile tea is a really popular one chamomile is just a a, a dried flower and so th- those all fall into the like general grouping of herbal teas if it's not your standard white black and green tea it's okay. interesting because you go to the store randy and you're looking at teas and you know they have teas for like everything you know if you have high blood pressure drink this tea if you have congestion drink this tea you know this tea is good for at nighttime it'll it'll help you sleep it's it, 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 i don't know if how much of that is like legit or is it just marketing or or what but i i've had some sleepy time teas in the past you know at nighttime and i do feel like um you know some of those t- teas do help you you know, get a good night's sleep. I don't know about some of the other stuff, but it's almost like vitamins in the sense that you can get a tea for any kind of condition that you might have. No, absolutely. Herbal remedies are something that uh, date back thousands of years. You know, the Chinese uh, culture uh, relies heavily on herbal remedies. Um, I, I'm a big subscriber myself, so I, I, I was with you for a long time. I, I was kind of skeptical. I'm skeptical of most things, really. Um, but I decided to make my own uh, sleepy time tea. And, uh, but I make it potent as hell. So ton of valerian root, ton of, uh, these, and and I did a bunch of studying on each herbal ingredient. (laughs) I had a ton of, uh, uh, kind of research on each ingredient to see like, uh, each one of them has some sort of calming effect on you. And then I like triple dose it. And I'll tell you, if I gave you a bag of my Sleepy time tea. I mean, you're like Will Ferrell at the pool with the, you know, when he gets hit the jugular, (laughs) you're going down quick. I'm telling you, my sleepy time tea. I need that. I think I want that. I want to try that. Oh yeah, I'm 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 a I'm a huge proponent of it. And then again, you know, for for uh, if you you know try those pop. Uh, Popeye's chicken wings. I'd recommend <laughs> some peppermint tea. It's great ah. for calming the stomach. Uh, and j- just think of that like cooling effect that you get on, on the palate and on the throat. It has that same effect on your stomach and it kind of tightens up, uh, you know, the, the, the innards of, of your guts. And, uh, and, and that, that can be very soothing and, and help. I, I, I would use that 10 times out of 10 over Pepto-Bismol um, with, with better results and, and less, milky nasty weird pink shit that you're that you're having to drink uh so uh so yeah i'm uh, yeah teach his own um but but i'm i i buy into herbal remedies and so i i dig teas uh for for that and you know what actually i should just do a quick um because i'm sure that eucalyptus is believed to um provide other herbal herbal uh uh, power, you know, this this one says it's soothing. It supports throat health and the respiratory system. So this is great for, so this is, I, for smokers. You <laughs> just said this, but it's not a white, green, or a black. It's something totally different. It's something totally different. It's an herbal tea. Yeah, by, by definition, it's an herbal tea. So the one that uh, that Steve sent me, it's a proprietary blend of eucalyptus leaf, licorice root, spearmint leaf, marshmallow root, Slippery elm bark and mm, organic favorite. licorice root dry aquatos extract. 
I didn't uh, know marshmallows so, had roots. Yeah, I, you know this is the first know, for me too. Is like a, it's like a natural product. Yeah. Now nowadays now I didn't it's know not. Where to find but, it. But like what I think cool. in the day back in the day, all marshmallows were like they grow them. What? And they just uh, grow marshmallows. I don't think we're talking about the same marshmallows. I think no. Matt and I are on the same page, and we're we're thinking s'mores. You guys are talking about something totally different. All right, whatever. <laughs> is there a Xanax? Is there a Xanax tea? Do you make a Xanax tea? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that marshmallows is just like uh, fluffy sugar. If, if I'm not be mistaken, be careful of the Viagra tea. <laughs> that one's hard to drink. Um, so, anyways. <laughs> So you mean it's hard to get down. Hey, oh, um, <laughs> well done. Man. I don't know, well like peppermint, like just off the, you know, on paper, <laughs> uh, minty, pepperminty seems like it would be a tough pairing with cigars. But I don't know. What do you think? Randy? Totally agree. I know. I, to I totally agree. Uh, like you said, a little bit of, well, obviously bourbon barrel aged honey is going to be a very unique uh, flavor. But, uh, you know, a lot of people use agave a touch of honey to sweeten up their their tea i think that actually mellows out some of that but but yeah, yeah I, I i think at least in the version that i have here the peppermint uh tea that or leaf that is used in this blend uh is fairly mild i'm not getting a, a, a too strong of a pepperminty character i am getting more of that eucalyptus mm -hmm. which is still very much like in that menthol kind of category and to your point uh can be very difficult uh to you know, pair with and find a, a flavor hook and, uh, and not have an intensity, um, that overruns each other, you know, and even on a, on a lighter beverage, like a, like a, uh, herbal tea, I feel like eucalyptus and that menthol kind of note can be very overpowering. It's a very strong characteristic in general, but, um, but I definitely found that the, the addition of the honey has, uh, has kind of softened that a bit. Right. All right, so um, let's get into it a little bit real quick. Jordan, what is your first thought on the drink and what, it, how it might pair with your cigar? Uh, oof, it's, yeah, uh, very intense aroma, medicinal, um, and it's, it's heavy on the menthol. It's, it's kind of like pairing a cigar with uh, Robitussin. Or like a Ricola or something like cigars in medicine, you know, like that's a great pairing. <laughs> I am not a, a fan so far. Okay, but you love a, a regular hot toddy. Oh yeah, is 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 that something that would be great? Yeah, sure, of course. And remind me, what what are the elements of a hot toddy? Just so I'm clear, I, I don't recall. Uh, we usually do lemon, cinnamon, bourbon, uh, black tea. And then I think it's either brown sugar or like a honey. Oh, honey, yeah. honey, yeah. yeah. It's typically honey, yeah. honey, of course. So, so, so black tea is always in a hot toddy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I wasn't quite clear on what you were replacing it with. So it is hot toddy is tea based. Yeah, it, yeah. That. It's and that's something that I remember. Like my parents would have all the time were hot toddies, and they even had, like, there was a specific hot toddy. Uh, glass that that was like sort of made for hot toddies it had a certain almost looked like sh like plastic shingles down the side or whatever it was basically like it w that was like a big drink back in the day like people would have hot toddies at night time um you know you throw throw your bourbon to there so i kind of grew up with hot toddies so it seemed like hey this could be a, a fun sort of take on a hot toddy i don't know that 
eucalyptus is randy a great replacement for the black tea um but i gotta say one one thing just right off the top um the wagashi because it's a it's a pretty i'll call it kind of a chameleon type of a cigar um because it isn't super strong in any one direction and it has some sweetness on the tip it does it it does pair pretty well so far the wagashi with this drink because the 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 wagashi kind of has those sort of tea notes in it already does that kind of helps but i am a little off put by what jordan said the medicinal aspect of the eucalyptus part of it um i'm assuming like eucalyptus would be something that if you had a cold your mom might make you like sure. a eucalyptus tea like that kind of a thing so it is a little bit odd in that regard uh, so far, um, but I'm not hating it. I'm just kind of like, it's a little odd, you know. I hate it. <laughs> <George is> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, I want to go to Matt real quick because you, you like these kind of off off the wall sort of things. Yeah, what what are your I'm thoughts? really enjoying this one. The, it's so weird. Like the drink actually tastes and smells like a cigar to me somehow. Mm. I'm not getting as much of the medicinal. I'm getting a lot of like the kind of nuanced flavors from it, and it's so far this pairing is pretty fun. I'm really enjoying it. What do you think, Scotty? I dig it. I oh. like this. I'm I'm enjoying this. This Avo winter seasons is pairing up really nicely with this, and I actually I'm digging the flavor profile. That little bit of almost like a mentholy note off of the tea and off the drink itself. I like this. All right, there we go. So we got a we got the studio audience. Randy is. They're into well, it. Well, I'm super glad that you had them there to, to kind of juxtapose yours and uh, Jordan's opinion on it because um, I was I was going to be certain that you just didn't have enough sweetener in there because I'm also really enjoying this so far. Again, I find the eucalyptus very subtle uh, in in my in my um, concoction over here. Again, I just went uh, double bag eucalyptus tea with uh, just I mean barely a mixing spoon teaspoon of uh of bourbon barrel aged honey um again i'm smoking the uh, la polina goldie number five and uh the, the intensity is right on point neither are running over each other i'm getting all the wonderful uh complex and woody and and light spicy notes is almost very honestly it's very kind of holiday Esque, uh, like, like okay. I'm getting a, 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 kind of a, a, you know, I always think of like pine needle s smell mm, in the right. air, but the eucalyptus is kind of backfilling that like kind of a fresh cut, you know, tree kind of characteristic as part of this. So this is a very holiday pairing kind of mm -hmm. vibe to me. Like, like, like I'm, I'm digging it. it this is working that, really that well for me. That particular cigar so that you're smoking has mm -hmm. sort of a nice cinnamon note so that kind of adds to sort of what we're doing with a little bit of cinnamon in ours you're getting that maybe in the cigar portion of it uh, yeah yeah ab absolutely no the cinnamon is, is fantastic it's totally you know an, another layer on top of it um we got a bunch go going on i gotta share with you here in the comments uh, eric because some some pretty fun stuff's going on uh chad asked how it's pairing with the beer i haven't touched the beer or the old-fashioned since i started sipping on the tea which i guess 
it speaks even more highly for how I'm enjoying this that I haven't been defaulting to go back to you know some of my more favorite beverages uh, on, on, in general. I see that Bill CD, I'm guessing Bill CD did some prep with Steve Toth to figure out what the right pairings were because uh, 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 Bill CD also is using some bourbon barrel aged honey. Or no, he's probably using syrup. He gave me some of this um, bourbon barrel aged syrup. It did not last long. It took me like mm. six months to finally crack the bottle. And once I did, I went through like a liter of maple syrup in, <laughs> I swear to God, like a week and a half. It was, it was ridiculous. Uh, but but then we, we also have Daryl Whitaker in the text. And he did um, a, a deep a dive on where the word marshmallow comes from oh. uh, i'm not i'm not gonna go into it but it's the mellow plant from the marshes of uh of uh, you know parts of north africa and asia um really interesting thank you for sharing this he, he posted the wikipedia link um i don't know if uh can i see it or not i don't know if he's on uh youtube or on facebook but uh daryl whitaker put some uh, pretty interesting stuff on the origin of marshmallow so i guess uh, matt and i are just dummies and didn't yeah we we, we only think of s'mores um right. and then uh and then randy harrison uh brought up that you know there's a lot of ways to execute the hot toddy instead of tea you can simply use hot water she also uh someone else pointed out actually oh i think it was actually matt hall Point out you can also use gin instead of bourbon. So apparently there's um, a pretty wide uh, allowance for how to put together a hot toddy in general. So thought I'd share that with you. Oh yeah, that's good also, stuff. Also, uh, some some commenters are of course talking about how in like Dojoverse. I don't know if you want to do some housekeeping, but like how photos are showing somebody else's photo oh, and stuff yeah. Like that. So we're uh, the big update was uh, was Monday. So we got a lot that we're gonna be. Um, there's some you know, bugs fixing over the. So here's the deal, guys. With the Dojo Verse, we essentially rewrote the entire thing. So um, the fact that we are where we are right now, I'm super happy with. <laughs> um, but it's going to take some time to uh, work out some of the bugs. So if you're on dojoverse.com and you notice some weird things, uh, don't worry about it. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be fixing each thing as we go. Uh, the. The, the picture one is sort of the main bug we got to try to work out right now where a certain picture just keeps showing up. Oh, I don't know why the same picture. So we'll get that figured out. Don't worry about that, guys. But thank you guys for uh, being patient uh, with us as we do that. But, you know, all this uh, trouble uh, with the Dojoverse, it does kind of, you know, remind me of something. Dojo, what do I do next? I've already done the season finale read. Season 7 is two whole weeks away. And here we are again, together, around the holidays for your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. Well, I guess I'll just go ahead and take a minute to give a tribute to all of you. Our audience, I, I mean our audience, our friends. A special thank you from all of us at Cigar Dojo for joining along and taking part with us in this journey of flavor together. And as always, we would not be able to do what we do for six fun-filled seasons without the unparalleled support of our show sponsor, Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate, the perennial powerhouse that has a top-rated cigar for every smoker and every occasion. 
I mean, if you're feeling something light and creamy, try out a 20-acre farm or underground shade. If you're looking for something with a little more punch in your life, then you can never go wrong with the Herrera Esteli or a Nicarustica. And if you want to take a walk on the dark side with espresso, earthy notes, and black pepper, you will never be disappointed by anything out of the Liga Pravada line. Or try the newest innovation from Drew Estate and pick up some blackened M81. Heck, that's just highlighting their traditional lines. I think you get the point. Go out and support Drew Estate cigars and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. Now, if you aren't close enough to a brick and mortar and you want to turn to an online retailer, may I recommend Flavor Odyssey's exclusive retail sponsor, Smoke In. Smoke In has a courteous and knowledgeable representative just waiting to help you have the best possible buying experience with over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. There we go. Randy has got a little lottery in got there. In there. <laughs> I liked it. I, I got the little Steve Toth reference uh -huh. that you did. Oh, nice, nice. I just uh, snuck that one in. Really. Snuck a little oh, Steve Toth reference in there. This is the Steve Toth episode. There's no doubt about it. And as you go ahead, yeah, you you went through the whole Steve Toth thing, but I didn't get it. I didn't say anything at the time. But Randy, Steve Toth. Um, there's just no, there's no better dude on the planet than Steve Toth. Uh, he's he's a great guy, and and he comes out all, every single year for for Rocky Mountain and hangs out with us. We have such a good time. Steve can't uh, drink alcohol, and so he's typically every Wednesday night doing uh, eucalyptus tea. And we thought, hey, you know what? Let's just do a whole episode uh, for Steve Toth because we love him so much. And so that's where we're at tonight. If you guys are wondering why in the world we picked eucalyptus tea, which is a very <laughs> unique pairing for cigars. Uh, both Randy and myself um, did a little bit of a different take on it. Randy is going eucalyptus tea with just sort of a pure honey, which is bourbon barrel aged honey, which absolutely sounds fantastic. Um, Jordan and I. Uh, we did more of a hot toddy version of it that has, you know, some uh, alcohol in it. Um, and I'm going with the Wagashi, the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Brulee Wagashi. Randy is going with the La Polina Goldie Number no. Five, which, if you guys don't remember, was really, really big back in the day. Jordan, when we oh, first, yeah. first started the dojo. Uh, the Goldie Number no. Two came out, which was a huge hit. That was the cigar that everybody was sort of like trading for on the black market, trying to get. And then they did the Number five, which was sort of an unheralded version of it, and they just re-came out with the number five this year in 2023. That cigar is absolutely phenomenal. If you can get your hands on the Goldie number five, there, I think Smoke In, uh, our, our show sponsor, marrow. still has boxes bone of those. Um, it, they're, they're a little bit expensive, but they are worth every bit. They come in a 10-count box. It's a beautiful box, Randy. Maybe you could show that box again yeah. just real quick and maybe kind of open it up. It's really cool because on the inside of the box, they use a plastic, um, sort of like a, a, a uh, flocked, uh, if you guys are aware of flocking, it's a flocked plastic that keeps the cigars in place. And uh, beautiful presentation, kind of expensive, but these are made at El Titan de Bronze in Miami. 
Um, an absolutely phenomenal cigar. Uh, what are they, Randy? About eighteen bucks a piece or something like it's that. Like Twenty-five. Uh, is it okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're they're about twenty-five. Yeah, they they have the the yeah. cute little pigtails up there at the top. To to your point, right when I first got into um into smoking, where where did I first hear about uh the um. Uh, what's the little leaf that grows above the uh, medio uh, tiempo? Medio tiempo. Hey, I got medio tiempo in my cigar. Well, well, that was the thing is I had read medio about medio tiempo and I got excited about it. And when I googled what cigars use medio tiempo, uh, now as you, as we've talked about over the years, you know, after 2019, medio tiempo got hyper popularized and 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 we saw it everywhere from uh you know and and they they tell us that you know it's, it should be this tiny little leaf because it's only grows on you know half a percent of all plants in the in the world and so it's like the hardest thing and then h up in 175th which i fell in love with was um used it as a wrapper and that is a uh a Churchill. large <laughs> Churchill, so so uh, you, you figure that one out. But uh, but but yeah, the the Goldie Number Two was that that first cigar that I ever was able to hunt down, so I could try Medio Tiempo uh, uh, he, tobacco. He obviously, it was kind of the cigar that popularized it. Oh, and, uh, okay, right, uh, right. Or any of these? Kyle with uh, Warp Cigars is sort of use use it a, a lot, and um, it's kind of a fun uh, something unique, a little bit different. And so the Goldie. Um, is, it's, kind of, it's one of those things where if you talk to most, you know, tobacco guru type guys in the know, they'll most of them will tell you it's BS. Um, but I think uh, you know, in a in a way, it is. In a way, it's not. Like if if a if a factory wants to be more specific with the way they classify, you know, usually there's there could be like seven primings. But if w- let's say a factory says, well, we're going to do fifteen primings, we're we're going to be more spe- every priming you do, we're going to be more specific and separate those into two. That's basically how you can come up with something like this. It's not you necessarily just, like this yeah. rare offshoot, but you could get it on every plant if you just uh, sorted the right way, and you know it's going to sh- show up a certain amount of times. It's it's that top Lihero, right? No, I I think you just nailed that description um, perfectly, Jordan. You know, we, we uh, when we were down in uh, uh, Nicaragua with with Perdomo, you know, they talked about how um, you know what they call volado and and seco. You know, of course, you know, the way uh, Nick will tell you is they do it better than everybody else. And everybody else is still using um, Velado and calling it Seco. And they take like one extra priming of Velado so that the Seco is truly Seco. And so no, I, th- I think Jordan uh, lined it up really well because it, it is a little bit nebulous, right? Right. Sensei, yeah. it's like, like, well, is it the bottom three leaves? You know, well, on this plant grew a little bit taller, so it's kind of the bottom four leaves. It's not an exact science. No, exactly where where that differentiation from Velado to Seco to to Lihero is, and and if if that's all up for interpretation, why couldn't you interpret? Well, my very top Lihero leaf is is Medio Tempo, right? Yeah, like you're technically getting Medio Tempo in all sorts of cigars, but most of them they're just classifying it alongside the Lihero, right? But there you go. Well uh, well uh, give that cigar a shot if you can get. It's going to be one of those ones. I feel like if if this was ten years ago, that would be a cigar that people would be fighting for on the black market. But you know right. what's funny is like times change, Randy. Over over the years, um, and and now the Goldie uh, doesn't sell out in twelve minutes like it used to. Right. Um, so you can kind of still get your hands on it. But I think the new version, which is the twenty twenty three version that you have in your hands. Um, is every bit as good 
as as back in the day when Maria used to roll them in El Teton de Bronze because it's essentially the same tobacco. And whoever they have rolling it, I know they have a new guy. I don't know his his name. But they have one roller that rolls that one, the Goldie, and that's all he does is roll that Goldie. And the cigars are beautiful. When you look at them in the box and 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 you pull it out, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I feel I feel like I just, you know, spent a good – my money was well spent on this cigar because it's just done so well. Uh, so good pick on you, Randy. I think that you're – I think what you did tonight, especially pivoting at the last second, which we won't get into, but you made a good pivot at the last second for this pairing because I feel like the notes, the cabinet spices from that Goldie and the cinnamony and the graham crackery out of that cigar is probably going to go really, really well with your eucalyptus tea. Yeah, no, it's it's um, it's still c- continuing to go well. To your point about the cigar, I mean, the construction is gorgeous. The the wrap relief is flawless. It has just just enough of an oily sheen on it. Very, very smooth. Uh, you know, you can visually see some veins, but but no bulges at all. I mean, and it's a gorgeous cigar. There's no question about that. And you're right. And I'll, I'll be honest, it tastes like you're I, like there's a cedar stave in this thing. It is so cedary with white pepper and cinnamon. It's just so light and intricate and flavorful. Yeah, fantastic cigar and going really, really well with the with the tea how about you jordan are you getting uh past that medicinal note at all or is this are you still right where you were uh, i've pretty much just moved on to bourbon uh, <laughs> okay uh, every once in a while I'll, I'll dive back but you know that's another problem with um these types of drinks is they don't stay hot i mean uh-huh. if we had a, if I had a nice yeti mug i suppose it would have been fine but i was uh, just thinking that same thing i took a sip of mine it's like oh man it's too cold now yeah, Jeez. a lot of the menthol. Cold toddy. I think the piney note that you hit said is is a good is a good one. Um, it, it's it, that thick mouth coating um, sort of Ricola like <laughs> feel on the tongue. I don't like. Um, mm. Kind of distracts from the cigar. I find myself double, triple puffing on the cigar to kind of get rid of the taste of the drink. Got it. Um, Got it. That's where I'm at. Uh, I got a question for all of you guys. We'll, I'll go through our studio audience. And I also want to ask um, you guys on, on YouTube and Facebook, and you can answer this question in the chat as well. Um, we do so much. I mean, pretty much we focus almost all exclusively, really, pretty much, except for maybe a couple episodes uh, that we've done is on, you know, alcoholic type drinks, cocktails, beer, wine, and so forth. But um, Scotty, Matt, I'll start with you guys. What are your favorite, uh, you know, non-alcoholic uh, pairings with cigars? Uh, where do you go when you don't want that alcoholic kick? What What do you think is the best sort of non-alcoholic pairing? For me, number one, coffee. I mean, I love, I'm almost to the point now where, because I'm like, I probably the most I drink is with you guys over here during the shows on Wednesdays and Fridays is about all I drink anymore. So other than that, I'm drinking a lot of coffee and I love coffee. So that's almost become my most favorite pairing. That's not alcoholic. Yeah. There's no, there's no getting around coffee. That's a, that's a classic. Classic. Yeah. Mine is actually also coffee, but with a little, little half and half, Mm -hmm. just put a little half and half to cream it up a bit. And then that's perfect for me. What do you think, Jordan? What, uh, when you go non-alcoholic, uh, I mean, I, I, obviously coffee is one, but can you think of other ones that are, are a pretty good pairing? Yeah, obviously coffee is up there. Um, I also go uh, root beer. 
Mm, and yeah, me too. Uh, me too. of course, Topo Chico. Yeah, yeah. Root beer is a good one. Um, I'll go next and we'll leave it to, to Randy last because maybe he has some interesting ones. We did do a really, really good Shirley Temple a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was more of a craft Shirley Temple. It wasn't like the one that you think of that when you're a little kid and you just get basically Sprite <laughs> Sprite with uh, uh, with some cherries in it. We did an actual Shirley Temple, which I thought was really, really good. Um, but other, other non-alcoholic ones, obviously, what well, you guys mentioned already, coffee, but um, – I'm with Jordan. Uh, a craft root beer is really, really good. Sometimes a craft cream uh, soda so is is really, mm-hmm. really good. Like the IBC uh, cream soda is a really good cigar pairing. Uh, but man, if you get a fun like root beer, um, that's it's it's a little bit better than say like a Bargs or something like that. And you can get these at grocery stores and stuff as well. Those those are really good. What do you think, Randy? What's a, what are some of your favorite non-alks? Yeah, no, I, I, I love all the ones you guys hit on. Obviously, I, I'd say for me, the most common that I ever would do is uh, is coffee because um, I'm, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to, to just <laughs> acknowledge I just always drink alcohol and all, all this like non-alcoholic talk is giving me like the shakes and makes me feel like I need to take a <laughs> shot or something. Um, but, uh, but no, you know, I, I, I love that you brought the Shirley Temple. That was, uh, that was completely... Um, an eye opener for all of us. It was our our faux, um, our our mocktail uh, segment, segment. Yeah. and so so all of those mocktails worked out really well. Um, but but again, I, I would argue that they worked so well because they tasted like a cocktail, um, which quite frankly is just always better with booze in it. So um, the uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot of like room for me in my life for beverages that uh, are non-alcoholic. Now, um, oh, Randy's. I do have a kind of crazy one. Yeah, what's that? I now? really like Hit Red it. Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull with cigars is really good for some reason. Uh, really? Stephen Moses. The heck out of me. Stephen Moses on Facebook just said he likes a milkshake or a frosty. Now, Randy, Whoa. that's a strange one because that's that ultra cold does sort of paralyze your taste buds a tad. Absolutely, and 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 especially going milkshake that that milky. Um, uh, it's like the it's milk like create, uh, uh, yeah it's gonna coat your palate and so kind of i mean not um, I'm, I'm not saying steven you're wrong because that that like if you like it you like it i'm just saying uh it yeah, just seems yeah. like it wouldn't it wouldn't be great but i don't know yeah i'm a huge fan of steven moses love the guy personally i'll say he's wrong uh <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no offense, bro. Still love you, but 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 you 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 lost me on that one. Yeah, no, I I I think I think it really matters on what cigar you're pairing with. I'd love to hear what cigars uh you feel like go well with a milkshake because I feel like something like I'm smoking right now, which which I do feel has a more nuanced uh, flavor profile that 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 numbing cold sensation. And especially if you add in a, a milk product to kind of coat your palate, is going to prevent. You from picking up for your your taste buds from being able to perceive some of those lighter nuance uh, characteristics. So maybe if you're going something uh, you know on the much stronger side, you know on the League of Pravada, like uh, you know kind of uh, side of of the world where you've got very strong flavors and you don't mind mm. actually uh, you know numbing those a bit. Um, so, Randy, so what I happens think it, if you uh, take off your glasses? As far as the whole, yeah, I don't know what what's going on with my camera that I can't get it to. Uh, <laughs> Some guys. Oh, was that it? It's yes. it's the reflection off the glasses. It's trying to. He doesn't know how to focus. 
Some guys Got in the it. comments are saying hot chocolate, and that actually sounds really good. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think hot, oh, remember we did, we did like a Mexican we, hot yeah, chocolate did type. Oh, that's right. We did an episode. That was really good. Yeah, it was really good. That's a, that's a good one. I don't know why any of it, none of us thought of that, but that is another good one, the hot chocolate. Yeah, um, let's go great. ahead and, and do some audience pairings now. Let's do it. Um, and then we'll do a sort of a final take on this and do some thumbs up, thumbs down. But um, Jordan, what did our audience do tonight? Um, we got more uh, than you'd expect. All right, good. Quite a few. Yeah, I saw quite a few. Um, well, let's see here. Let's start off with Stephen Moses, since you brought him up. Yeah. Uh, pairing a Earl, Gre- Earl, Earl Grey with a Perdomo Lot 23 Maduro. Getting a nice floral note with some slight bitterness in the tea, but it's going well with the earthy chocolate and spice flavors from the cigar. Better than expected. Thumbs up. Randy, uh, that brings up a fantastic question. What is Earl Grey? Earl Grey is, is it a guy? Bl- it's 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 this guy who I went to college with actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Earl Grey is um, is black tea okay. uh, infused with bergamot. Oh. Um, and so, so if you if you're at all familiar with bergamot, it's a it's an infusion of black tea with bergamot. What is that? Really unique uh, characteristic. I mean, bergamot. that's one of the more popular teas you see at like, the yeah, store. Yeah, absolutely. Like Ron bergamot. <laughs> that that that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the famous anchor Earl Grey from, and Ron from, bergamot. From, these are two <laughs> classic dudes <laughs> from 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 San Diego. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so, um, so bergamot. Uh, is a citrus fruit okay. uh, that is that, known that, might be a, to, that might be a good pairing, Stephen. Yeah, it, it's similar to a lime, but with a more floral and herbal and resinous undertones. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, so, so bergamot black tea. So, uh, so Earl Grey's uh, really common in England for uh, for a breakfast tea because it's that high caffeine like we talked mm-hmm. about. I think Earl Grey is is the most common tea in, in England when you hear that they uh, put milk in their tea. Uh, I think it's usually Earl Grey and that's it's very commonly like known as a breakfast tea. Alright. Very good. Good okay. job, Stephen. Cool. Uh, Bill Powers, he's got the eucalyptus tea with a teaspoon of bourbon barrel-aged maple syrup to sweeten. There you also go. added saline. Did we we added a saline also in ours? We did too. Okay. Uh, also added saline. Uh, this he's got the reviver. Uh, tribute uh, to I smoked one tonight. Steve. He smoked one tonight and highlights really? his journey That's into a great wellness. One. The pairing is fantastic. Each is complementary of the other. Uh, what could be better than eucalyptus leaves, maple leaves, and tobacco leaves working harmoniously together? Wow. Wow. That is an like excellent tribute to our friend, Bill. Well that's, done. Yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. T- that's going to be a tough one to beat. I can tell you that right now. Well said. Exactly. Exactly. Tea Chad. Chit-chit-chit-chad. It's got oolong tea with mm. the gimmick, the woody, roasty Flavor from the tea is pairing nicely with the gimmick with a little of that spice and cracker flavor from the cigar. It's pairing well, he says. That cigar does have a lot of crackery, graham cracker notes, so that's a good pairing, too. I like uh, it. Good job, Chad. Kevin O'Connor's Kevin. got the eucalyptus tea and a wagashi. <laughs> what do you know? Put in some matcha honey. Mm. Uh, the tea is definitely adding some minty creaminess oh to the gosh. cigar. I thought this was going to be easy, but now it's now ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow. heavy hitters, the, boys. Who would have thought the daughters have had, were so had such strong tea game? I know it's the tea. Okay, all right. Nathan Stewart, him and his dad, of course, pairing a eucalyptus tea with Alec Bradley Crew. Getting lots of complimentary floral notes uh, from both okay. and some contrasting earthy notes from the tea that's making this a great combo. Thumbs up. 
I like that they picked a cigar with fl- uh, floral notes. That was pretty smart on their part. Mm-hmm. Good, good job. Absolutely. Steve Toth, the man himself, he's going organic eucalyptus tea with a little honey paired with the 2016 Alec Bradley post-embargo Lancero. The cigar started off with some cedar and a hint of chocolate. It has a nice creamy mouthfeel with cinnamon and a little pepper on the retro. The tea is sweet and earthy with a hint of mint. The pairing has a lot of flavors that blend well together. A win for me. Wow. Wow. This is amazing. I like the, uh, that was just a well-written post as well. It was. Him yeah. and Bill Powers yeah. had nice written posts. Josh Rivas, he's got the traditional uh, um, traditional medicinal eucalyptus tea and a Stillwell number one. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay, Um, yeah. The herbal qualities of the tea are enhancing the black cherry, vanilla, and earth of the cigar. The licorice root is is extra tasty. Double thumbs up. Wow. This is a tough one. They're all pretty stinking good. As hard as it is, I think there's one obvious choice. And that is the sheriff himself. How can Steve you Tuff. not go with the sheriff he knows what on he's doing. a show dedicated to the sheriff? It's got to be. Steve Am I right? Unanimous. Now? Yes. Steve Toth. Why did anyone else enter? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like you guys, I feel like everybody watching the show tonight would have voted for of Steve course. Toth. Like, I think yeah. everybody, as good as Bill CD's pairing was and by the way bill i, I gotta give you uh like uh, some some under props because if if steve toth had not showed up tonight and he would have not not been part of this show mm. i would have gone bill cd yep. uh bill cds i thought was really really genius uh but you know what there was but he did a great pairing and he did an homage and and credit to the sheriff so right yeah, yeah it was a genius but i i also felt like randy like all of the pairings are pretty stinking good tonight. That was that would have been a tough one without the the, the sheriff involved. Yeah, no, I I, I loved Josh Revis. I uh, thought to bring the Stillwell in. Yeah, that, right. that, that was super clever. Uh, I he also the, uh, the floral went with the, brand. Of the Alec Bradley that that those yep. guys did. That yep. that was smart. Like you're right. Like there's a couple of really they were thinking ahead. You know. Yeah, no, you got you guys all killed it. Thank you so much for joining along. That was a ton of fun, uh, Steve. I am going. Uh-oh. I'm saying here right go. here on the air. I'm Randy going is to about to make a promise you oh, no. will not keep. <laughs> <laughs> but to my, you know, I'm not even just going to say I'm shipping you something tomorrow. I am going to the to the post office, and uh, and you've got you've got a little holiday uh, treat coming your way, my friend. Uh, you were right. The tea was a winner. Clearly, so many people that joined along really enjoyed uh, the tea. You know, uh, Jordan and Eric messed it up by uh, trying to make it something it didn't need to be uh, <laughs> with, with, with the bourbon and everything. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no. Honestly, for for anyone that didn't join along and and isn't quite sure about tea, uh, I'm a big I'm a big believer that you should add a little bit of sweetener to soften some of the menthol characteristics because I do think that yeah. could get in the way. Uh, and I don't know if uh, Steve, if you've ever commented on whether you add uh, agave or sugar or honey or anything like that to to yours. Um, as, as the originator of this pairing, but, but I thought it went extremely well. Is it, this made a much better pairing than I would have ever guessed. So, um, yeah. so we're, we're all winners tonight. Thank you for uh, this. Steve. Let's go around. Uh, we'll start with our studio audience and get some thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll end it with Randy. Uh, um, cause obviously he, he's what you tuned in to watch tonight. Our good friend, Randy Griggs, but, uh, Scott, Matt, let's start with Matt. Uh, what do you think of this pairing, Matt? Uh, this is an easy thumbs up for me. Really? I, Tell I me would- why. 
Well, the cigar tastes excellent next to the drink. The drink is perfect for me. Like the spices, the the weird nuances in the drink, the eucalyptus, maybe it adds a little bit of that, something that brings the cigar back to life. I don't know. But I, I plan on having this more often. Like I actually really like this and I will have it more often. Well, we got a convert awesome. tonight, Randy, yeah. right there. Thumbs awesome. up for Matt. Uh, Scotty, what did you think with that Avo uh, Winter? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It went great with this. I am going straight with Matt. Big thumbs up on this. I, I dug the heck out of this. I thought the complexity of it, the little bit of that menthol note, the little bit of the pininess, and then as I got down and it cooled off, I picked up more of the uh, licorice notes that were coming mm. through. And with that cigar, it was wonderful. And I even said I just lit up uh, Nica Rustica, and I'm I'm actually out of the drink, but I have enough lingering on my palate that this Nica Rustica is actually it's enhanced that cigar as well. I I dig this. This is great. Big thumbs up for me. Wow, thumbs up from the studio audience. Jordan, what did you think with your HVC? Um, I I tried to go kind of on the milder, not milder side, but. Um, this isn't the most powerful cigar. Um, I, it still overpowers the drink way too much. It's I, it, the cigar is maybe medium plus, uh, but the drink is too uh, it's way too contrasting. Um, we're getting like red pepper and hickory mm. smoked hickory kind of stuff from the cigar. Um, not going well with the medicinal quality of the drink. Um, I would take a cucumber. Uh, Whatever we did that one time. Wow. This, this moves to the last place <laughs> wow. of all time for me. Wow. Thumbs down. Uh, I think that, I, can I finally out, uh, <laughs> let the, the <laughs> cucumber gin and tonic die? We finally drank something worse. You did it. Yeah, it's never going to die anyway. <laughs> uh, I got to say, my uh, my Wagashi is doing yeoman's duty. It's sort of like the, the fat guy in a tug of war. You know, like he's he's doing everything he possibly can to like pull the drink across the finish line. And uh, but no, this is this is a big thumbs down for me, dog. Like I, I'm doing I'm doing Randy Johnson all the way. Did <laughs> you just say dog? Yeah, I did. Have you ever watched American Idol before? Come on. This is a big this is a big thumbs down for me. Not the cigar. The cigar is fantastic, but it can't pull this uh, drink across the finish line. Uh, even the girls on the other side of the tug of war are winning. Randy, what did you think? Yeah, uh, you know, I like you said, I pivoted at the last minute uh, trying to nail this and uh, couldn't have picked a better uh, pairing than the, the La Polina Goldie number five. Again, I, I did feel like there's an extension of a lot of the similar ki kind of uh, herbal and lighter spicy notes. I think the, the, you know, you pointed out the cinnamon, some white pepper, some cedar actually made uh, the, the tea. Um, you know, have more characteristics than, than I would have thought, like almost to a point where I, I wasn't even sure if I was getting those flavors from the cigar or from the tea. And so it was very, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, even across the board, like, like they, they just matched perfectly well. Like this is a, this is an excellent pairing. Uh, and Steve Toth did mention that, uh, he, he did confirm that he always uses honey in his as well. So, uh, I would definitely recommend that if you guys want to give this a try, try the eucalyptus tea with a little bit of honey. Uh, but, but it's clear from everybody's votes that you just have to pick the right pairing i think uh you know in both of of the cases for the katormson uh 
and I don't know, I'm not drinking the same thing, but it sounds like it's more your cigar that didn't work, work as an, maybe. as an amplifying element that maybe you could find a different pairing that would work I better with, with that. Jordan, uh, I, wait, apparently wait, wait. Jordan just hates the drink. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, what if you had gone with regular hot toddy with, without the eucalyptus, but say it was a black tea. I think it would have been dynamite. Okay. So there you go, Randy. I think it was, it was the eucalyptus. I, it, it was, I, I believe uh, Jordan nailed nailed what he just said. I think the yep. eucalyptus, in my opinion, was the roadblock on this pairing for me, and it sounds like for Jordan as well. Like if it was a black tea, a regular hot toddy, I think it would have been a, a absolutely phenomenal pairing. But that weird eucalyptus menthol flavor just didn't didn't work for us. You know the thing is, you know, and we've talked about it before. Flavor is so subjective. There there are very specific. Um, like genetic uh, issues with with certain flavors, you know. Um, I, cilantro is is one of the most commonly known. I love cilantro. It's it's almost minty. It's bright. It's fresh. It's it's herbaceous. It's fabulous. There is uh, like a six percent uh, of the population that genetically tastes soap when they taste uh, mm. cilantro, and so right. uh, it, it sounds like you were both like really hung up on that menthol characteristic. You keep you you know going to it reminds you of, of a medicine mm-hmm. kind kind of characteristic where maybe the the other three of us here commenting just just don't find uh, eucalyptus as as potent of a characteristic that we were so uh, distracted by it because it, you guys both clearly couldn't get past that that flavor. Actually, right, Randy, right? that. That makes me think of how I I've always kind of liked Robitussin. So mm. yeah, something there. There you, there, there, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, well, and and as you know, as as I have like like lifelong permanent you know uh, esophagus damage, mm. I'm much more accustomed to sucking on Ricolas at uh, cigar mm. events. So like Ricolas, like a pretty major part of my my life, anyways. Uh, but but ton of fun really glad that that we yeah. did this thing i think we definitely like uh, opened uh, a conversation into tea in general as uh, as a more there's more validity to tea as a pairing just overall than i would have expected coming into uh you know picking this we picked this just to honor our good friend steve um and and now i'm, I'm walking away going no no tea, tea is a is a relevant pairing when when talking about cigars in general so uh, i'm excited because i felt like i learned something yeah, I, I say uh, one last thing before we get to our vote to see who won between me and you. Um, I like what you did, Randy, uh, with double bagging because I've always wondered, like, when I'm making tea at night, you double bagging son of is is that? <laughs> I didn't even I never thought of doing that until you said that tonight. But that just seems uh, genius to me because I'm always trying to get a little bit more out of like the sleepy time or whatever, like. Double bagging it. It seems. I know it sounds funny, but <laughs> it seems pretty genius. Is this is that something you just do all the time or what? Well, that's yeah, how you no, like six kids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, holy. Last time I double bagged. No, never, never mind. Uh, no, the uh, yeah, like like I said, I started blending my own teas. Um, you know, just from uh, from organic uh, herbs a while ago, and I and I learned that that's why I didn't like tea. Uh, previously is because it, it's usually served so watery right. um, and, and I actually like you want it a little more flavors it. yeah I just want to I, I like a more intense flavored beverage in general right. uh, and so yeah why I wouldn't that extend to tea so uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I definitely go a more potent version all right from now on that's what I'm gonna do 
Boom. All right, Jordan, should we find out who won this episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. It goes a little something like this, boys. What? Oh, (laughs) we have a first ever. It's never happened before. (laughs) Never in the history of this show, and we've we've changed. We used to only do voting on on Facebook. It took us a while (laughs) to get voting up on YouTube. So we pull votes from both platforms, YouTube and uh, and Facebook. And for those of you listening along, we just posted the first ever 50-50 vote. Wow. Uh, and, And I'm 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 baffled. (laughs) <laughs> I, that, I, I, was it like was no, it strong one way on one of the no, platforms and strong the other 50, way 50 50 on facebook and 50 50 wow, on youtube wow that is that's even bizarre. more on yeah it's statistically insane. not it's even uncanny. wow i love All it right. I, I actually i you know and what they were both i I can I'd agree with that. Like I can see either of those pairings working the same. Randy, sure. I feel like I feel like you know Father Christmas just blessed this show. Like it, you know, <laughs> it, just, it happened. Like that was just the a, way it happened. An angel just got his wings, <laughs> <Yeah>. Eric. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> the, the, the newest version. That, that, yes, statistically, that is so unprob- improbable. Yeah. Um, well, well, thank you. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll co-thank everybody here, yeah. Eric. Thank you for for your votes. Glad. Yeah. You guys enjoyed. Thank you for joining along, and uh, and and you know, again, hey, we had question. several pairings. Yeah, Matt. Uh, Joshua Revis is asking when the the non alcoholic what epi- what season was the non alcoholic? We didn't ever do a season like that. We that was number five. It wasn't a season. The segment was season five. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was it was season five. We did uh, mocktails. Uh, I believe was was the official name. I don't know if you're you already have this pulled pulled up, Jordan. Um, I can quickly uh, navigate uh, on our schedule to uh, season five, what segment that was. But yeah, we did mocktails. We did. Uh, and along uh, the way, Randy, we also did a few, like we did the uh, hot chocolate. We did, I think we did a root beer mm-hmm. episode. We did. So we, we've done other non As wild fruits. cards, primarily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. We definitely did a soda, just a general soda episode. Um, another one that, that I, I remember being uh, a ton of fun was. Um, we did a uh, it, not not a non-alcoholic, but uh, we used Fireball and Coca-Cola to make something <laughs> that tasted like like Dr. Yeah. Pepper, which which was a, a a pretty interesting concept. That like instead of just drinking Dr. Pepper, which you would think makes more sense, um, but uh, oh shoot, you know what? It wasn't season five. It was season four. Okay. Epi- mocktails. Ep- yeah. Yep. Yep, Mock season four, season episodes four. seven, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, we did the Shirley Temple. We did an Arnold Palmer. We did a mojito mocktail, and um, and then and then a cold fashion, which is um, a coffee version of an old fashioned with no bourbon. I feel, I feel like I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty strong in in remembering that. The Shirley Temple was the star of that oh, yeah, for, for that for a segment episode. Yeah, yeah, no, unquestionably that that was a banger episode. We learned a lot. You know, you even said it yourself. So many people went into that episode believing that uh, Shirley Temple was made with Sprite. It's actually ginger ale. Uh, they also most people also believe that um, that grenadine is a cherry simple syrup when it's actually a pomegranate, pomegranate. simple syrup. Yeah, but it was just wild that not only did a lot of our team and our audience believe those two things, I found on on the internet, 
like whole articles saying most people think that grenadine is a cherry uh simple syrup and don't realize it's actually pomegranate um so yeah that shirley temple was a banger the great thing about mocktails and again i guess i i just leaned into the whole i have an alcoholism situation going on over here <laughs> uh, that, that that every mocktail i did a leaded and an unleaded version uh, and so any great mocktail you can just spike and make it sure. you know an alcoholic version and it's fantastic <laughs> and i've actually drank that uh shirley temple um with uh with vanilla vodka with regular vodka uh, I've done it with rum. Uh, so I've done the Shirley Temple several times. And to, to, to Eric's point, you know, we did kind of a crafter, craftier version of that. Um, and doing that with booze makes a great cocktail. And and it's also, if, if you like the flavor of cocktails, but need to, you know, take a reprieve, a little bit of a respite of, uh, off, the, off the sauce, if you will, they make great substitutions, even if you're not like, you know, not, and I always say this, you know, I'm, I'm I, I, I pay a lot of attention to this in, in our industry and in our culture today, non-alcoholic beverages are becoming more and more of a, of a regular thing. And what's great about non-alcoholics for someone like myself that, that never wants to give up, you know, imbibing an alcohol, uh, it never hurts to mix in a non-alcoholic through the evening. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm a high volume person. I, I, I say that a lot. And so instead of drinking seven alcoholic drinks, I can drink, you know, five, cocktails and two mocktails get my my volume consumption get that like that uh that that's you know social interaction without having to consume so much alcohol i you know piss eric off by by arguing <laughs> about the rules of a flip cup game in a backyard i mean it's just not worth so it you're a social drinker. <laughs> yeah he's a social drinker yeah, randy i don't, don't want yeah, to get too far off track because we're at the very yeah. very end yes, of the show yes. right but you said something to Jordan and I in the pool in Las Vegas a few years ago that uh, stuck with me. I don't think that me. was for public consumption. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with your wiener. Um, it, it, uh, but you had said it, uh, in, in the pool that night that there's no such thing as watermelon flavor. And you described that when people make a beer that's a watermelon beer or a, a drink that's a watermelon liqueur or whatever, it isn't watermelon at all. They're using cucumber instead, which kind of gets us back to the whole cucumber gin and tonic thing. But uh, can you expand on that to I tell the – called it a watermelon gin and tonic. To tell – Yeah, yeah. would have yeah, been more so, popular, yeah. yeah. Can yeah, you no, tell no, the it's... folks that are listening what you told us that night? That was really yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, sure. No, I, I I learned this from a brewery. I'll I'll leave them unnamed because they asked for me to never publicize this. But uh, but they they worked with a uh, a flavor lab as they wanted to release a watermelon flavored beer. And apparently, what uh, from a scientific standpoint, and it's it's tough because I'm a big watermelon guy. I like cucumber also, but I feel like I can tell the difference pretty distinctly. But when you use flavorings. There is no scientific uh, ability for a human to discern between watermelon and cucumber. Not that watermelon doesn't exist, but that they, they literally both have the same chemical reaction and, and response on the palate and in the brain that if uh, that most beers that are labeled as a watermelon beer, you actually use cucumber flavoring because cucumbers apparently are, are have longer, um, 
have longer seasons and so uh, are, are less expensive to to produce like a pulp for for cucumber and so um apparently every every beer you've ever had that says that it's a watermelon beer except for the 21st amendment hell or high watermelon everyone else uses cucumber and just calls it watermelon and we don't know the difference wow um, and, and and i think a big part of that is is like the red fleshy fruit has one flavor um, but w- when when flavorings are used, it's usually that rind characteristic. So think watermelon rind mm-hmm. is really identical to a cucumber, and that's what's typically used when when flavoring foods, not not just beverages or beers, but like as a, as a again, this is a, like a food science like lab, it, like was, a Jolly, a Jolly Rancher. Rancher would be. Cucumber? Uh, well, that that's a tougher one because it's so sweet. I, I do and feel it's like not, it's more like, that. I don't fleshy. know if that's like a real. Like I think what he was yeah, talking about was when they're putting in actual pulp, yeah, fr- the puree, yeah, fr- right? And, and yeah, when aroma is right. involved, basically. Right, right, right. Exa- exactly. Yeah, the Jolly Rancher is is made up of of a bunch of different chemicals to to emulate sure. that okay. red fleshy. But but yeah, to, to Eric's point, if you're using a, a watermelon puree, no one could discern the difference between a cucumber and a watermelon puree added to a flavor to a flavoring hmm. agent for some reason that always struck me as a really interesting conversation yeah, and no. then ever since then randy i've always like thought of that every anytime when I you eat a watermelon you, yeah. you close your eyes and be yeah. like can i convince yeah. myself this is a cucumber <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love it all right randy it. that was a, that was a fun episode i want to thank um i want to thank steve toth before randy signs us off i want to personally thank steve toth for uh, turning us on to Eucalyptus Tea. Obviously, our studio audience absolutely loved it. Jordan and I, we were a little bit more on the fence, a little bit more thumbs down. Randy was all in because he picked a fantastic pairing with a, with a cigar that uh, really worked well with this. But guess what? The vote was 50-50. So Whoa. it's the first ever tie in the history of Flavor Odyssey. So thank you to the audience. Thank you to everybody that watched. That was a blast, Randy. And thank you, Randy, for uh, taking the time on Wednesday night to have a fun Flavor Odyssey, brother. Absolutely, as Kevin O'Connor just said, what a terrific show! Uh, so, so what? One more thing, I forgot a little bit of housekeeping. Tell us what's going on this Friday on Smoke oh, Night Live, guys. Uh, it's Christmas, and it's the Christmas spirit. We, me and Jordan, we want to give some stuff away. We've got three uh, prize packs. Each prize pack contains at minimum ten cigars, maybe more. Maybe that you get a hat. Maybe you get a shirt. Maybe you get a cutter. Who knows? There's going to be three awesome prize packs. We're going to do some holiday trivia. There's going to be three rounds, and these rounds could be uh, Christmas movie trivia. It could be cigar trivia. It might be uh, sports trivia. I'll have all of that worked out on Friday. So tune in Friday if you want to have a chance to win one of three amazing prize packages. There's going to be three winners in the three different rounds. So you have three chances to win. It's going to be a ton of fun. And then the week after that, Randy, get this. Skip Martin is going to be on the show. But not only is Skip Martin going to be on the show, Skip Martin is flying out. To he's get going a to Hall be, of Fame coin. He's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Skip Martin from Romacraft Tobacco is going to be in studio because he wanted to come out and hang out with us during the Christmas season. He's, wow, he, that's awesome. He's, yeah, like he was super excited to be on the show again. We haven't had him on in a long, long time. He was like, hey, Eric, I'd love to fly out. And I was like, we would love if you did fly out. Now, uh, that's the 22nd, and that show might be a little late, guys, because uh, Skip flies in at 610, and so it's probably not going to be at 7. It's probably going to be more at 8 o'clock Mountain. That's 10 Eastern, and that's, uh, what is that, uh, 7 
uh, your time, Randy. Pacific, so Skip yeah. Martin will be on the 22nd. But this Friday night, it's going to be holiday trivia. So that's the next two weeks on uh, Smoke Night Live. Fantastic. So uh, so we are going to be taking next Wednesday off from Flavor Odyssey. We've got some work to do, uh, Robbie and I, putting the final yeah. details on Season 7. So we will be back on the 27th. Talk about our, our great family holidays and, and how we spent our Christmases. And we will be uh, doing a live uh, show. So keep your uh, kind of eyes peeled on the Facebook uh, Cigar Dojo show to find out uh, what we have in store for the uh, the grand um, uh, premiere for season, season seven. And we'll talk a little bit more on the 27th about how we're going to roll out the season, what's going to what it's going to look like. So uh, so I'd love to say, you know, for myself. Obviously, uh, I, I speak on behalf of Rob in his absence and everyone at Cigar Dojo. Everybody have a fun-filled holiday. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy Hanukkah. Uh, enjoy your holiday season. Be safe. Be good to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. And we'll see you next time when the Odyssey continues. <laughs>